0: What is the most used man-made material on earth? You guessed right, it's concrete. Look around. It's everywhere. Sidewalks, driveways, foundations, floors you stand on, and even entire buildings are made out of concrete. So why don't we discuss it more? In each episode of Concrete Logic, we will explore one concrete-related topic with the help from industry professionals that are shaping the future of the trade. We'll talk with suppliers, contractors, architects, engineers, specialists, and even some proponents of competing materials about their views of concrete and their vision of its future. And welcome to another episode of the Concrete Logic Podcast. And today I have Crystal Howard with me. Crystal, could you please give us an introduction?
1: Hi Crystal Howard, thank you so much for having me on Concrete Logic Podcast. This is awesome. I am the executive director of Project Cornerstone, and that's a nonprofit that I started in 2014, and we recently just launched our Skate for Concrete program, which is really creating more awareness about jobs in the concrete industry in the to the younger generation through the application of skateboarding. So, it's a really fun way for To educate not only them about the science of concrete but also to let them know about the the various jobs that are available just tying it to concrete and skating has been amazing and it's been really going well and it's resonating really well with students
2: yeah
0: that's awesome so we talked a little bit before we hit record And this is by far the most unique way that I've seen someone approach our, our workforce um, challenge that we have to get more folks interested into uh, the concrete industry. I I was sharing with Crystal, someone posted on LinkedIn. I think it was Dominic from Connecticut and posted the skate for concrete website. And I went in there and, and was checking it out. And I was like, Oh, skateboarding and concrete. That's, Kind of right up my block. I, I was sharing with Crystal that at one time, when I was a kid, I thought I wanted to be a skateboarder. I'm sure many many kids were like that. But uh, I grew up in the era of of Tony Hawk, and uh, I think the 80s was when skateboarding kind of took off. And you, there was all kinds of videos and movies made out there. These kids skateboarding in concrete pools in California, and everybody wanted to be cool like those kids and there wasn't a lot of skate parks out there so that was kind of one of one of my questions for you crystal but I, I guess first could you talk about the origin of skate for concrete and maybe project cornerstone how all this developed
1: yeah so in 2014 started project cornerstone really started with tying concrete education through meeting the standards That's teachers need to me. So we looked at next generation science standards and I wanted to talk about aggregates, concrete, asphalt. I want to talk about it all, like all of our material industry. And no one knew what aggregates were. No one knew what asphalt was. Even they just, they refer to it as blacktop. But all the students and teachers at least thought they knew what concrete was. We all know that cement and concrete is not the same thing, but they definitely most people that you talk to or run into on the street would think that concrete and cement are the same thing. So it we kind of just graduated. I started the education process through concrete and talking about the science of concrete and teachers love that. And then I started to focus on career technical education, CTE, and they have a construction pathway. And part of their curriculum is they have to talk about concrete or the teacher has to teach about concrete. And so we had these, had a sieve analysis and a concrete making activity that we did in the classroom. But the teacher I was working with, they, the administration was giving him the same students the following year. And so he was like, we can't do the same activity because they'd already done it. So I just kind of went back to the drawing board and I was like, okay, so we know kids really like talking about concrete. They love making concrete. So what can I do differently? And at that time being in California, you kind of run into skateboarders or you see skating. And I was, I just saw the concrete skate parks that were being built in the community and meeting different skateboarders and hearing about their passion of, you know, of concrete in a different, very different way. Um, And it just kind of clicked. I was like, wow, like, skateboarding on concrete skate parks and teaching concrete education through those, that application was just like, it seemed to go really well. And when I created the program and I brought it into the classroom, the kids really resonated with it more. Their eyes lit up even more. The teacher loved it because the kids had fun learning. And when we ended up creating the concrete certification, through the support of Concrete Advancement Foundation, the final project is m- building a mini concrete skate park. Teachers and classes started having competitions. They would break kids up into student, into groups, into teams. And then they started having concrete, mini concrete skate park contests. And w- it helped to have like prizes from skateboarders in the community. Uh, Mike McGill is a big um, supporter of that. He would donate signed boards or or t-shirts and the kids just loved it. But definitely like a community that is passionate about concrete as we are. And then it, it really showed me how, what a big difference you can do in the workforce development arena or just trying to help solve that workforce development issue is to really creating a message that's very specific. You may think that you're, if you talk to everybody, no one hears you, but if you talk to a specific um, application or community, people start to hear and listen. And the, the videos that we created for this program through 900 Films, which is Tony Hawk's film production company. That really kind of, if you go to our skateforconcrete.com website, the videos really tell the story about just the various jobs in our industry that go into just building a skate park. So it's, it's, and that's probably a long story for you, but <laughs> that's how it was, no, it was born, perfect. I guess.
0: Yeah. So is the, I guess, the backbone of the skate for concrete, is it this concrete certification program? Is that, essentially what this thing's built on
1: there's it's it's supposed to be like a circular kind of ties all together you the certification is for high school so high school's career technical education they get grants from the state let's say to teach you know to support their programs and teachers need something and need you know when they're writing their report about how, what they did with the grant money. Most of the time they have to say how many certifications that their students got. There's really no certifications in construction realm for high school. So if we wanted to talk about concrete, this is one way to give an incentive for the teacher to bring it into their classroom. So that's the reason for the certification. It ties it into the website, which talks about jobs. So there's a career page on the website as well where you can search job openings in, in your community. So you can click on this. There's a map of the state. And you can click on the, the, that particular state that you're in and look for job openings within the concrete industry. So part of the certification is for them to also go back to the website and learn about jobs in the industry and, and or watch those videos so that they can kind of resonate with it a little bit more. There's a a digital aspect to it, so the certification is supposed to create awareness about jobs in our industry at the high school level, and then the the website is really built on like how do we search for jobs once we know we want a job in the concrete industry. So that's and then what do jobs look like? So it's really workforce development focused, but how do we create that awareness and access to different job openings. So it educates about what jobs and I'm really kind of focusing on entry level positions that don't require a four year degree. Obviously there's a way more opportunity in our industry beyond that, but just to get started, that's my focus. That's where I wanted to focus. So it's job focus, but they all kind of tie back into that theme.
2: Yeah. Yeah, where was I? Oh, yeah. Concrete construction jobs.
1: And it talks about the concrete yeah, so- supply side and the concrete construction side. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I went to the construction side because I'm biased. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> There's so, some- yeah,
0: on the construction side, you got... The- Construction, concrete, QA, QC, concrete labor, equipment operator and concrete finisher. I guess that's a good question. When you when do the kids gravitate to the concrete supply jobs or the concrete construction
1: jobs? Good question. I want to say it's all over the board. The one thing that I do know is they love making concrete and then just looking at learning about the mixed designs and how the curing process so that seems to be what really like creates a lot of awareness and and excitement they love the finishing side because you know that every it seems like learning a skill is is kind of resonates with that dopamine hit and like cuz when you start to do a good job then there's that Immediate gratification because you could see the difference in concrete as you're finishing it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, how do you introduce the uh, making the concrete? How, how do you introduce that to the kids?
1: When you're mixing it? When you're actually yeah, making Yeah, how do you do that? in
0: yeah, when you're making the concrete, do you do that in the classroom first? Do you guys go walk a ready mix? plant or how do you introduce that they seem to enjoy what you're talking about more when they when you're actually making concrete because we were again before we hit record we were sharing uh, our our, our, my challenges
1: uh,
0: working here and trying to get kids um, introduced to concrete
1: the I always start with the education about what is concrete and challenging them on what's what's the difference between cement and concrete and then just busting that myth that they're not the same thing first of all and then teaching them about the different ingredients what that go into it and then the chemical reaction that occurs and then you make concrete generally from that standpoint the certification has different modules and you make concrete at the end when you're making the mini concrete skate park uh, but up to that point you're learning about mix designs this is you know admixtures, mixtures the sustainability how do you calculate volumes of concrete and the construction side when you need to build stairs etc um i think it and then when i work with classes locally it's always better for me and the students, not for me, but the students to take a tour of a quarry or a ready mix plant after they've gone through the certification, <clears throat> because then they know what they're looking at and they have better questions.
2: That makes sense. Yeah. So you're th- there, uh,
1: t-
0: but they don't make any concrete till they go. Th- how long is the uh, program, this
1: The certification is, if you were to sit down and do it all the way through, it probably wouldn't take more than 10 hours, how long it would take for them to make the mini concrete skate park. might It just will vary depending on how they want to do it themselves. So it was like the OSHA 10, it's it's supposed to be similar to OSHA 10. OSHA 10 takes 10 to 20 hours. So I didn't want it to take more than that. And so far, the feedback that I've gotten from the teachers is that's about correct, and it it's best for the teacher to kind of teach each module and then have the kid go through the module. And so that, in that regard, the teacher kind of dictates how long it takes to go through the certification. So I think the beauty of it, the certification, is there's no one way to do it. It is all online, and so when the student finishes the, the certification, it, it automatically sends them a a certificate. And the, the teacher will have access to a PDF version of it and the answers to all that, the activities and the quizzes. And then we did a summer camp that was this past summer in line with the certification or using the certification as part of that. And we're going to have a competition between districts this coming summer about the mini concrete skate park. That's a great way to get the industry involved, doing tours of plants or having them as judges for the final competition and the final presentation from each of the students. So I think the beauty of the workforce development, this type of specific application is as an industry we're able to speak a little bit more clearly about what we do when we have that specific application like why when we're looking at the construction of a skate park and the smoothness of concrete in those mixed designs you can kind of critique that more clearly when it's a specific application
0: yeah this is fantastic you said that that it's high school kids so if they take it in the School environment is it just like another class that they go to? And you were saying if you sat down, it'd be like ten between ten to twenty hours a day, or ten to twenty hours altogether. So do they go and do an hour each week or something? Is it like that, or
1: it could be that way? There's a homeschool version of the certificate, and then there's a, a teacher that has students, and the teacher leads them through it. So the teacher would, in that case, would somewhat dictate how long it would take, Mm -hmm. or this, I mean, if you just, that's why I'm saying it's so flexible. You could sit down and do all of the modules, or the teacher could say, today, we're going to learn module. And what teacher is that? So it it fits really well with career technical education in the construction and manufacturing pathway, because concrete is a manufacturing and there's different pathways, constructions one, and manufacturing is a pathway, or even just your engineering teacher or your science teacher mm-hmm. so all of those then the teacher would just implement it within their normal classroom, the normal class.
2: They would fit it in and, and, and do you have
0: any stories of any kids that have gone through this program and actually Went ahead with the like the career path you're shown and actually get a job local.
1: We just launched it this year, probably March ish. So I have seen people get hired as a result of it. For the concrete certification, you don't have to be a skater to enjoy the curriculum. So it's any student really. It's kind of you probably have a friend or you've seen it on TV or whatever, so it resonates with them. But I have seen. Through educating and creating awareness about job openings in the area, which we do that on our Instagram page. A local skater who basically has changed his life by starting as a laborer at a quarry because he saw the job opening on our Instagram post and now he's like operating equipment. He's just, his whole life has changed. So that part is is amazing. He loves that. His company could probably be pouring the concrete in the skate park that he's been advocating for years and wanting to get built. So there has been amazing stories already. We had a, a skateboarder who is a student at the Chico State Concrete Industry Management Program, mm-hmm. and we created a, a internship for him this year, and he spent the summer building a skate park in uh, Kansas. And next week I'm going to the grand opening. He built the, he was building the skate park with New Line Skate Parks. And then the local concrete industry uh, would take him on one day a week and take him on tours of a quarry, a ready mix plant, and really learning all aspects of the business. He ended up getting hired by anybody that met him. He was just so amazing. He was such an amazing kid. Um, Still going to the CIM program. But I think this is a great way to really educate about the amazing education you can get in the Concrete Industry Management Program that we have on offer for our industry as well.
2: Yeah,
0: this is just a great way to get kids introduced to it. And again, you said, I just want (laughs) to emphasize (laughs) this. You said the point or what the kids really enjoy is making the concrete, right? I was telling you how we, we were, we've played with ideas. I've shown them formwork because we thought, you know, kids like Legos and putting things together. So formwork could be kind of cool to them, but it seems like you you keep saying that, that, that whole making the concrete process. That's what they enjoy. They like getting their hands dirty and yes. and seeing that. Yeah.
1: If you want to, like that's how you really reach them. Having an activity where they have to mix each ingredient individually and they learn about each ingredient. So they learn about sand, the rock, the crushed rock or whatever gravel that you have. Three eighths inch. Don't use anything bigger than that in these little projects. Right. Okay. Then the cement and the water, and learning, just getting that mix, the mix design correct, the water to cement ratio kind of really resonates. You can incorporate admixtures there, like as well, and then adding color.
2: Oh yeah,
1: really sets it off. <laughs> so the, and then just having them mix it like they. It's interesting the questions you get, because they think the rocks are going to go away. And many kids will come up to you and go, how come the rocks are not going away? Oh. And you really get to teach them, well, what, why is it important to have aggregate in our concrete in general? And do you want your chocolate chips to go away in your cookie? <laughs> so, <laughs> but you really get to teach, like, you know, why are aggregates so important in that process? The bulk and strength, and because when you look at concrete, it's really you don't see the rock unless it's been shaped off or something. So many times they don't even realize that there's rock and sand in in the concrete. And then just being able to watch the curing process. How long do they get to wait to take it out of the mold and have a you know see what they made? We use if they're not making the mini concrete skate park, I use. Silicone molds in the shape of a bug, a football, flower, whatever, and obviously, like the form, the art part of it is underneath, and so you don't get to see it until you take it out after it's been cured. And they just that whole process, you—it's almost like birthing a baby or something that they've created. They get to be creative. They get to make something, and they'll keep it. They'll they think it's amazing. So it really opens the world up of concrete and they walk outside the door and all of a sudden they see concrete everywhere. And they're like, Oh wait, this is like everywhere. I could do anything with concrete.
0: That's great. So if there's folks that are listening and I I assume they can, this is this concrete certification you're allowing anyone to utilize it right so how does that yes. work does it, teachers reach out to you how man, um, if they're interested
1: yes you can um, obviously you can go on the website and register for it or sign up for the certification you can reach out to us if you have questions if you're an operator and you want to um, have a tool to use in your community with local schools this is a great way to take them, say, hey, there's. I have this concrete certification. Um, when they're ready to make the mini concrete skate park, they would need supplies. So it's a great way to create that connection between you uh, and the plant and the the local school. They could reach out to me through the skateforconcrete.com website, um, and I can and help them get set up. It's also easy just to register through the website right now it's free to do the certification as we launch this getting all the feedback making sure it's uh working well for teachers i've gotten really good feedback but the best feedback i've gotten is that it's the best activity that the kids did all year so yeah
0: that's promising crystal that's great I appreciate you uh, reaching out. Again, we'll uh, post the uh, Skate for Concrete website on the show notes when we publish the uh, podcast. And then is it best just to contact you through the, the website or would you like to share an email?
1: You could do an email, crystal, spelled like the gem, at project hyphen cornerstone dot o-r-g and again project cornerstone is the nonprofit, and skate for concrete is our program for creating more awareness about jobs in our industry
0: thank you crystal i appreciate it and we'll have to stay in touch so i can steal some ideas from you
1: yeah yeah let's do thanks for having All me right. I, this was really fun
0: and that concludes another episode of the Concrete Logic Podcast. I hope you got some value out of that episode and learned a thing or two. If you did, visit our website, ConcreteLogicPodcast.com. Click on the Show Support tab and learn how you could be listed as a producer of an episode. Again, that's ConcreteLogicPodcast.com. Click on Show Support tab to learn how you can sh- support the show. And as always, Mike Dutton will take us out.
2: Ring, ring, that alarm always sings Couple hours before the sun comes up Open up the side, put some diesel in the lights And wait till the trucks roll up And this ain't how most folks live airline Dripping in sweat working overtime But while they're time they're ties for their nine to fives We're